Now here's the best. Stay tuned, sports podcast. And hello there, all you stay tuners. Welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. It's your good friend Jimbo here. Taking a week off last week, a little bit under the weather. Um, not sure what was all going on in, in my house, but had a nasty cold. And uh. Even my, my son's kind of got a little bit there. But enough of the the sickness. How's everybody doing out there? Hopefully everybody's having a, a good week so far. Hopefully their weekend was good. Um, a lot of talk today. Uh, trying to get caught up a little bit with some stories that happened last week. NFL changing the overtime rules. I know that was a big topic on the, the show here a couple weeks ago. Um, as well as... This week kicks off the Stay Tuned Sports Podcast Truck Series Friday night over on YouTube, 3Wide TV. Make sure you guys subscribe to them. And your boy Jimbo here, hopefully if I, as long as I get my computer problems figured out, will be racing at Daytona this week. So um, we're going to be talking a little bit about that, uh, previewing it a little bit, bringing back our my uh, three racers to watch. This week, it's going to be the three racers to watch for the season. But after that, we're going to do three races, uh, racers to watch for the upcoming race. Um, before we get all into that, head over to staytunesports.net for all of our social media accounts, which is around the right-hand side there. Um, you're going to want to follow them because that's where I share out the link for the, uh, for the race on Friday nights. And we have the merch tab up top there in case you guys want to get some hoodies or t-shirts or... Hats, I think I, I think I got a couple hats on there. Um, also, head over to www.buymeacoffee.com slash stsports. Just another way to show your support um, for the show. Um, anything that you guys donate or, or you know whatsoever, um, I always put back towards the show, whether it be a giveaway in some, some aspect of it, and especially with me... Uh, Becoming an iRacer, I may do like a weekly giveaway um, involving the, the upcoming race. So, um, And also, before we get into the show, I just want to uh, kind of bring up something uh, really important, um, something really serious here. Um, one of the, the Stay Tuned Sports iRace drivers, Scott Crump, who's the original Stay Tuned Sports iRace driver, um, needs a little help here. His son was born a couple a couple months ago, um, but was born a few weeks early, and has some problems going on with with his breathing. So he's been in and out of hospitals. Um, and uh, Scott and his wife and Grayson, his son, is on their way up to uh, Philly to um, see some doctors up there, have some tests run. Um, but they need your help. Uh, you know, we all know medical bills, they pile up on top of just regular bills, you know, house bills and things of that nature. So um, I'm asking all you guys that are listening, if you could uh, visit the GoFundMe um, account that I have in the show notes here. And that's 
for uh, Scott's son, Grayson, trying to you know, raise a little bit of money to help pay for any medical bills or lodging bills uh, as far as, you know, go, going to the hospitals and stuff like that. And even if you can't donate, if you guys could just share it out there, tweet it out there, any, any little thing will help. So, um, like I said, I'll have the, the link in the show notes in the show notes so you just click it and then um do whatever you guys could do i appreciate it i know scott and his family would appreciate it as well um so kind of you know kind of sticking with the irace theme here um and i i just want to give a real quick shout out to scott and his family and wish them uh the best of luck just stay positive man um you, you'll definitely get through this grace will be fine and hope everything works out for the best for all of you so this Friday, this coming Friday, um, is the kickoff of the Stay Tuned Sports Podcast Truck Series. This it will be our, oh, Jesus, what, third, fourth season of sponsoring the guys over at the NSRA League. And just like the past few seasons, they've kicked off every season at Daytona. Um, this Friday is the Daytona Duels over on YouTube, 3YTV, and they air 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, if I'm not racing for some reason, I'm always in the chat, so make sure you guys come over and visit. I'm excited for it. There's a lot of new things going on. Um, they're actually going to have a Rookie of the Year award, which is perfect timing for me to come in. <laughs> I, I don't expect me, me to, to win the Rookie of the Year. I mean, I'm, I'm still just getting my feet wet here. Um, but it's going to be fun to race with these guys. Um, so far up to the recording, I, I believe they're still taking uh, applications for drivers that want to join the league. But as of right now, I believe we're up to 12 rookies, including myself, for this season. Um, and the, the cool thing about this is, you know, not only are you going to be, you know, rooting on the you know championship driver for the season but then you also have something else to kind of root on for um during the season with, with the rookies um i don't have the rookies names on me just yet and maybe that'll be another aspect of the segment i'll do is you know rookies to watch uh for the upcoming races but as far as racers to watch this season here are my top three for the season first and foremost Jason Gracias um, he won the championship last season he's looking to repeat we have yet to have a back-to-back -back champion in the STS truck series um, before we signed on as sponsors I believe Mitchell Adams went back-to-back <coughs> Excuse me. Um, in the Simbox uh, series, so it will be interesting to see if Jason Gracias can be the first to do it. Um, and I think he has a real good chance at doing it. I've been watching him in a, a couple different. Oops, excuse me. Very gassy. A uh, couple different leagues while we were on a break here and he still has that speed still has good strategies so he's definitely going to be 
the one to look out for. The second one, um, second driver to look out for is the returning STS uh, truck driver in the series, Matt Cherry. Um, kind of up and down season to, uh, until towards the end there, and he started coming on, and he just missed out. But eventually, but what what happened was uh, one of the playoff drivers had a dropout, so he snuck into the playoffs. Um, in the last spot and went on to uh, winning two races out of, I think it was like four or five uh, playoff races. So he actually almost pulled off winning a championship there. Um, it's just that the couple races that uh, he didn't have a good race at, it was really bad. So he had a lot, a lot of uh, ground to catch up. And then for my final guy, um, Chris Darling, he was Mr. Consistency, other than probably Jason Gracias up there. Um, last season, he finished with uh, 11 top 10s, and seven of those were top fives. Came in second place. I, I forget exactly how many points he was behind Jason Gracias, but I mean, he, he almost won the championship over Jason Gracias. So I, 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 I'm very excited for the upcoming season. I think it's going to be better than last year. The, the, the guys over there last year definitely showed um, a lot more improvement. I think they have joined like three, four cautions a, a race, which, you know, watching some of these leagues that have come back this, you know, within the past month or so is very good. Um, some of some of the uh, leagues are like every 15 laps there's a caution on tracks that there shouldn't be any caution. So I'm very excited. I think these guys are going to put on a hell of a show each week, just like they did the past couple seasons. So we weren't here last week to talk about this, but last Tuesday, the NFL um, competition committee approved a change to the overtime rules. Um, and this only takes effect for the playoffs. Um, it is official now that both teams will ha have a chance to possess the ball on offense. Um, and this is the right thing to do. Um, to have a game, and, and this all stems from the Bills-Chiefs games, uh, you know, whether... You know, the Eagles and the Colts want to admit this is why they put the, the rule in there. They're the one that submitted it. Um, this is why. I mean, to have uh, the Chiefs-Bills game end in the overtime, how it did with how exciting that was, kind of dampened the game just a little bit. I mean, it was still exciting, no matter how it ended in overtime. But now... You have the possibility of having a game like that again and taking it to another level. I mean, let's let's not forget, what was it? In two and a half minutes, like 30 points were scored. Josh Allen and Mahomes just kept going back and forth with each other, matching up point for point. So imagine that going into the playoffs or into the, the overtime. <clears throat> um, and like I said, this will only happen in the playoffs which I'm okay with. You know, you can have exciting regular season games, 
but it's not going to end your season. That game ended Josh Allen's and the Bills' season. The one interesting part of this rule change, and I, I didn't I didn't think about this till I, I read about it. Um, one NFL head coach is already predi- predicting that um, whoever scores a touchdown first will go for two, forcing the other team to have to go for two. And that's genius. You know, yeah, both teams can score touchdowns. And as long as you score that two-point conversion the first time around, all the pressure is going to be back on the other team that has to match those points. And the other question that... um, question and, and reason of why this had to be changed now is when they changed the overtime rules to how it was before just now um, was because at that time the rules weren't catered to offense it was still pretty equal as far as penalties you know roughing the passers protecting the quarterback all that happy horseshit that's bullshit now they had to change this. They, they had to make this a little bit more fair. No more of this. Well, make the defense stop them. Because, again, you look at the rules. You look at even the, the, the stats. I, I saw something in... Since they, they changed the, the, the overtime rules to this. In the playoffs, the team that won the coin toss is 10-1. and one. I mean, you just might as well just do the coin toss and give whoever won... The coin toss won because it was almost a guarantee you're going to win. And I'm glad that they changed it to this because I really think this will be a more exciting game and finish to the game. They'll keep you on the edge of your seat. Like, okay, you know, say, for example, the Eagles, if they lose the coin toss, okay, so you're going to be on the, the, the edge of your seat praying. The Eagles defense, uh, at least I will be, the Eagles defense stops whatever team they're going up against. Then, still on the edge of your seat, hoping they score the touchdown when they get the ball. So I, I, I think this was the right call. Um, finally, I think the NFL got a rule change right this time around. Now, sticking with um, the NFL here. Philadelphia Eagles and the Saints made a blockbuster trade a couple days ago. Eagles and the Saints swapping a, a crap ton of draft picks. Um, Philly is trading their 16th and 19th draft pick along with a 194th pick, which I think was a, a fifth round pick to the Saints in exchange for their number 18, a second round pick and third round pick this year, a first round pick for next year, and a second round pick for 2024. So we, the Eagles, go from three first round picks this year to two this year and two next year, and a bunch of second day draft picks. When I first saw this, 
I was pissed. You know, those three first round draft picks, you could have got some good receivers and, and helped that defense out. But the more I thought about it and thinking about it from the players, you know, from the talent side of this draft and, and the money aspect of this draft, Philly, once again, has taken advantage of the Saints. I still say Philly took advantage of the Saints when we traded for Darren Sproles. I think we gave him gave them like a, a fifth round draft pick for Sproles. And we've seen how important Sproles was while he, his time was here in Philly. Um, as far as Philly, you know, still having the 15th and 18th pick is good. You know, I still think you have ammo to move up a little bit if there's a player that you think can help the team this year. And this also shows that Philly is going to give Jalen Hurts one more year to show he could be a franchise quarterback. And, and this trade is basically a best case, worst case scenario. Best case is Jalen Hurts shows up this year. He shows he improves, and he could be the franchise quarterback. And then next draft, you have all this draft capital to continue to build around Jalen Hurts. Now, let's just assume, I, I don't think this is going to happen, but Jalen Rager, let's assume he takes a huge leap forward and shakes off what happened this past year. I don't know if he had a rough year because of the, the friend his childhood friend being murdered, if that bothers him all um, all season. But if Jalen Hurts shows that he can't improve, next year's draft class is supposed to be a hell of a lot more talented than this year. And you're looking at Bryce Young. You're looking at... Um, I forget the other kid. I think the other kid from Ohio State might have been. But there's a lot more better quarterbacks next draft than there is this draft. This draft, I, I think there's maybe a handful of receivers that could be impactful. So that's why I think possibly we could be sitting there at 15 or 18 and, and get one of those guys. Um, and... Also, uh, on the money side of this, <coughs> when you have three first-round draft picks, let's just assume they don't trade these first-round draft picks. Let's assume that they use both of them on two players. If we had three draft picks in the first round, let's assume they were going to draft three players. That means in four years, four seasons, you're going to have to pay top dollar for three players as long as they worked out, big money. So by moving one first rounder basically to next year, you're spreading that out a little bit. And you know, Howie Roseman, he may be not the best at drafting players, but he's hella smart when it comes to that cap. And now with his extension, I forget, I think it was like three years that they extended him or something like that. Um, he, you can't mess this up. If you mess up this year and next year with the draft, he will be gone. 
I mean, you you have all the ammo you need to build a team long term. And that is the other aspect of this trade is you're we're not in the the, the, the go for it now building team. We're we want like the Patriots. We want a dynasty. We want Super Bowl champions three, four you know, seasons out of six. And if you do if you build a team to go get it now, you, you're just not gonna do that. And I think you're gonna see that with the Rams in a year or two. You know, yeah, they're they're favorites to repeat, but all those big names eventually gonna want some big money compared to what they're getting now. And that's where I believe the Eagles and Howie Roseman are going to be more successful than any other team in the NFL. So up next, we are bringing back, um, it's been a couple weeks, but our, our hot minute take. And we leave you in suspense here. I want to take a little drink of what the topic is. WrestleMania. Now, I understand, you know, I only talk about sports and this and that. Um, but I, I tuned into WrestleMania this past weekend. And I want to talk about the, the Johnny Knoxville, Sami Zayn match for just a minute. So this goes out to uh, all the the wrestling fans, the WWE wrestling fans, or just wrestling fans in general. If you thought that the John Johnny Knoxville, sorry, and Sami Zayn match, no holds bar match, was bad for business, just go back to typing on your computer, okay? Um, that was a great match. It was a funny match. It wasn't meant to be serious at all and to see wee man body slam a 220 pound man was the second funniest thing bringing back the may young hand that was by far the best thing in that match even though the mousetrap failed that was pretty funny too but that was by far the funniest wwe match I've seen in a long, long time and may have gotten me back into wrestling. So that was our hot minute take there. I know a little bit off, uh, off, I guess, topic, if you want to call it that, as far as sports goes. But let's not forget, back in the 80s, it was the you know sports entertainment. Well, it still is kind of the sports entertainment business. But overall, it was actually a very good WrestleMania. Um, it's been a while since I've seen a good WrestleMania like that. And I enjoyed myself. Even the wife watched it with me, um, even though we were making fun of Charlotte Flair and Ronda Rousey. <laughs> um, but up next, we have our Combat Corner segment, which is sponsored by Skunk Duck Designs, the best ducking designs around. So this Saturday night, we have UFC pay-per-view. Um, we have a featherweight champion uh, fight between Alexander Volkanski versus Chan Sung Jung. We have a Bantamweight rematch for the belt. 
Aljamain Sterling versus Peter Jan. Let's not forget about the, you know, supposedly Sterling was acting, and I'll get into that in a second here. We have a welterweight fight. Gilbert Burns versus Hamzat Chimav. And we have a women's strawweight fight between Mackenzie Dern versus Tisha Torres. Um, it's been a few months since I've seen a UFC card this stacked, I would say. Um, I think it has potential to probably be the, the best card of the year up until this point. I mean, Gilbert Burns versus Chimave normally would, well, definitely would main event a fight night and possibly even main event a pay-per-view card. Um, before we get to that fight, uh, Mackenzie Dern versus Tisha Torres. As far as my pick, I'm gonna go with Mackenzie Dern. I think this one is gonna set the bar for tonight, and it's gonna probably set the bar pretty high. Past couple fights with Tisha Torres, she was coming out with just pressure left and right, um, the punches, and then you got Mackenzie Dern, who is very good on her back. Um, with submissions and even her stand-up has gotten a lot better, but I, I, Tisha Torres to me Just strikes me as Always the bridesmaid when it comes to winning a belt <clears throat> And Mackenzie Dern I don't know if she will ever be a champion, but I think she'll get through this fight and pull off the win um, This one I think might go to decision, but I think there's gonna be a lot of a uh, Black and blue marks and some blood mixed in. Then we got, like I just started talking about a little bit ago, about Gilbert Burns versus Hamzat Chimav. Um, it seems like half of the MMA community out there thinks Hamzat is all hype right now. He hasn't fought anybody. Well, this is going to be the first really, really true t test to see if he is the real thing. And as good as I think Burns is, I mean, let's not forget, he did fight Kamar Uzman for the belt. Um, I think Hamzat knocks him out. Burns does get touched a couple, you know, a, a quite a few. And Hamzat's shown he has power. I would say even more power than Conor McGregor when Conor was coming up. So I got Hamzat winning by knockout, actually. Um, co-main event, Aljamain Sterling versus Peter Jan. Just talking about the MMA community. Um, everybody is picker, picking Jan, I think. Um, but I'm going to kind of go opposite here. Just because I think Jan is so confident he's going to win. I think that will cloud his judgment a little bit. And... and I think he'll force the knockout or force the submission. And I think Sterling is going to pull the upset here. Now, I did not see the first fight between these two. I did see the pictures of the, you know, knee being kind of on the ground, but not on the ground and all that stuff. And he just uh, acted so he could win the championship. Hey, if you're not, you know, if he, if he was legit, Woozy because of the knee, you know, no one knows except for him. So I don't blame him for taking the time and you know, running out of time. And they had to 
hand the belt over to him. But I, I, I think he's going to win it fair and square this time around. The main event with uh, Alexander Volkanovsky and Chan Sung Jung. If he did not get, if uh, Volkanovsky didn't get put in that submission hold by uh, Brian Ortega, I would have picked him in a heartbeat. But the fact that he got in there, in that situation, kind of worries me about picking him. And I'm actually going to go with Chan Sung Jung. Just because he comes off with some crazy, crazy submissions. Let's not forget, he's the first one ever to do a twister submission in the UFC. And he's a good striker as well. So it's like, you know, what poison do you pick if you're Alexander? And I, I think Alexander is going to try to keep the standing just because of the submissions. But I think Sung Jung pulls off the win here <clears throat> and will become the new featherweight champion. So that that is my, that they are, I should say, my picks for our combat corner segment, which was sponsored by Skunk Duck Designs, the best ducking designs around. So I think that's going to be it for us this week. Um, head over to staytunesports.net for all of our social media accounts, which is on the right-hand side there. You want to click that so you can follow us when I send out the links for the, the race on Friday night over on YouTube, 3Y TV, 9 p.m. Eastern time. <coughs> um, again, and then uh, head over to www.buymeacoffee.com slash stsports. Just another avenue to show your support if you want to. And don't forget also, head over to the GoFundMe account for uh, Scott Crump's son, Grayson. Um, I'll have the link in the show notes, but you could also go over there, search Grayson Crump and family, and it should pop up there as well. If you can't donate, at least please just share it out there, tweet it out there, just get it, get it out there and help Scott and his family out. I would much appreciate it. I know they would too. So... Till next week, this is your good friend Jimbo, signing out.